Hello, welcome to Daily Interlake News Now. I'm your host, Taylor Inman. We're taking a look at some of last week's biggest headlines and what's coming up for the Flathead Valley. We don't have a guest for our deep dive segment this week, so I'll be reading you guys a few extra headlines. Let's jump into it. Glacier National Park's pilot vehicle reservation system has drawn criticism in recent months, most vocally from U.S. Representative Ryan Zinke. But officials say data shows that locals are still getting in while visitor experience has improved. Glacier National Park Public Affairs Specialist Brandy Burke said in an email, they are hearing from visitors that their experiences in the park during the pilot program have improved, but quote, appreciate that opportunities to further refine access remain. The park implemented a pilot reservation system for the Going to the Sun Road during the 2021 season. It has since expanded to include entrances at the North Fork, Two Medicine, and Mini Glacier areas. Zinke has raised concerns about the system since March, saying he has heard from locals that the change makes it hard for them to visit the park. Though about 27% of all advanced vehicle reservations were obtained by residents of Flathead County, according to park officials. In recent months, Zinke has pushed to see the reservation system dropped. Those efforts include the addition last month of an amendment to the fiscal year 2024 Interior, Environment, and Related Agencies funding bill that would end the pilot program. Burke said park officials are in regular communication with Zinke and appreciate his interest in Glacier National Park. She said the pilot vehicle reservation system has proven advantageous in a few different ways. Hazardous gridlock conditions have been mostly eliminated on the Going to the Sun Road, which improves access for emergency vehicles. Visitor experience has also improved, she said. Arriving at the gates of the park's busiest entrances, visitors know they won't be turned away as long as they have their required ticket. She cited a 2022 visitor survey that showed that viewing scenery, being close to nature, seeing wildlife, experiencing a wild place, seeing glaciers and glacial features are important for visitors coming to the park. She said that the 2022 survey also showed that 80% of visitors experienced about the same traffic or less traffic than they expected during their visit. Burke said park officials see the results from the surveys as indicators that the pilot vehicle reservation system is meeting or exceeding visitor expectations when it comes to crowding and congestion in Glacier. The man who accompanied convicted murderer Zachary Moss on the night he killed Gabriel Wagner in a Kalispell apartment received a suspended 10-year sentence for his role in the attack last month. Prosecutors charged Jerem William Eau Claire with felony accountability to assault with a weapon following the March 2022 confrontation that ended with Moss shooting Wagner in the back. Wagner eventually succumbed to his wounds in a Seattle hospital. Moss, who initially faced a felony count of assault with a weapon, was brought up on a deliberate homicide charge following Wagner's death. Though he maintained his innocence, a jury found him guilty following a four-day trial in Flathead County District Court in March of this year. In May, Judge Dan Wilson sentenced Moss to 80 years in state prison. Authorities accused Eau Claire of restraining Wagner after the pair entered his 700-block First Avenue West basement apartment unannounced, holding him while Moss pummeled him. Eau Claire offered his account of the scuffle while testifying in Moss's murder trial. In his version, Eau Claire held Wagner to keep him from provoking Moss into shooting him and let go as soon as Moss began swinging. Moss claimed he later shot Wagner to protect Eau Claire. He said he saw the older man about to strike his friend with a baseball bat but Eau Claire told the jury he never felt threatened by Wagner. Less than a month after his appearance in front of the jury at Moss's trial, Eau Claire struck a deal with prosecutors. In exchange for pleading guilty to the felony, prosecutors agreed to recommend the suspended 10-year sentence in Montana State Prison. He entered the guilty plea before Judge Danny Kaufman on April 7th. 
Kaufman handed down the suspended sentence July 10th, granting Eau Claire credit for 14 days of time served. She also ordered him to pay $130 in fees and $2,400 in restitution. Eau Claire must undergo screening for substance abuse treatment and follow any recommendations. People with large boats are advised to consider taking their vessels out of Whitefish Lake early this summer as the water level nears an all-time low. Whitefish Lake's water elevation on Thursday was 2,996 feet, which is about 0.51 feet above the record low set in 1988, according to data provided by the Whitefish Lake Institute. With the low water, public boat ramps at City Beach and Whitefish Lake State Park are approaching levels that are too shallow to launch or take out large vessels. Carla Belsky with the Whitefish Parks and Recreation classified large boats as those over 20 feet, such as large pontoons and wakeboard boats. She noted that two boats have gone off the ramp at the state park and one at City Beach already this summer. She said boat ramps are getting shorter and shorter as the lake level falls. People are discouraged from power loading boats, which damages boat ramps. Power loading involves using the boat motor to load a boat on a trailer, which can erode the sediment and dig large hazardous holes at the base of the ramp. Quote, boat trailer wheels unknowingly back into these holes and get stuck or cause damage to the trailer, Fish, Wildlife, and Parks warned in a press release. In extreme cases, the end of the ramp can collapse or shift into the hole, leaving the ramp unusable and causing access to be closed. Severe drought conditions and earlier-than-normal spring runoff have created below-average stream flows and lake levels across northwest Montana. Flathead Lake's water level is about two feet lower than its pull mark. Whitefish Lake Institute Executive Director Mike Kupal noted that unlike Flathead Lake, Whitefish Lake is not dammed and can fluctuate by about four feet on any given year. While the city of Whitefish draws from the lake for drinking water, Kupal says it's not a significant factor in the overall water level. He said the Institute's historical data shows a downward trend of low water elevations. On the eve of former President Donald Trump's arraignment in federal court on charges related to the attempted overturning of the 2020 election, U.S. Representative Ryan Zinke told attendees of a whitefish forum that the government cannot be trusted. Zinke was joined by Chad Wolf, the former Secretary of Homeland Security under Trump, and the Executive Director of the America First Policy Institute, who acted as the discussion's moderator. Matt Whitaker, former acting U.S. Attorney General under Trump and the co-chair for the America First Policy Institute Center for Law and Justice, joined Zinke and Wolf on the stage. Zinke said he believes the U.S. is straying from the Constitution and Americans aren't paying enough attention to what the government is doing. The trio launched into an in-depth discussion of what they described as a two-tier system of justice at the federal level. Trump's indictment on four felony counts related to his efforts to challenge the results of the 2020 election are a prime example, the three concluded. Trump, the frontrunner in the GOP primary race ahead of the 2024 presidential election, was arraigned in federal court in Washington, D.C., pleading not guilty to charges of conspiracy to defraud the U.S., conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction in an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. The indictment by a grand jury marks the third criminal case brought against Trump since he left office. Prosecutors in New York have brought charges against the former president related to the alleged falsification of business records. He also faces multiple charges brought on by the U.S. Department of Justice for allegedly mishandling classified documents after exiting office. The three speakers argue that the investigations into the former president have been more intense than the efforts to probe President Joe Biden's conduct. Zinke warned the country has lost its sense of regular order and needs to be enforced, saying, quote, we need to start a culture war. The August 2nd event was hosted at the Grouse Mountain Lodge. Logan Health and Billings Clinic will come together as a new healthcare system on September 1st, with Logan Health President and CEO Dr. Craig Lambrecht expected to serve as its chief executive officer. 
The new organization, as yet unnamed, aims to elevate and coordinate care for communities in Montana and Wyoming, according to a release from Logan Health on Thursday. Officials said the proposal to combine the two organizations was met with approval by regulators, and the new health care system will work through the necessary logistics over the next year or two. Billings Clinic CEO Dr. Clint Seeger will serve as the organization's chief physician executive. It'll be governed by a 10-member board composed of five individuals from each of the current Billings Clinic and Logan Health leadership boards. There will be minimal changes in how each organization operates on day one, officials said. Integration teams at both healthcare systems will look for opportunities to improve quality, access, coordinated care, as well as patient, provider, and employee experience. The integration aims to provide an interconnected rural trauma and emergency transport program, combine each organization's commitment to mental health, enhance recruitment and retainment opportunities, and grow medical education and research opportunities. There's also an objective to create a diverse and welcoming organization that focuses on addressing health disparities in underserved populations. The regional hospital system in February revealed plans to join forces, creating an entirely new healthcare organization that would service a large portion of Montana. A few months later, Billings Clinic announced pay cuts and hiring freezes, among other efforts to trim expenses. In a June interview with the Daily Interlake, Lambrecht responded to concerns voiced about the integration with Billings Clinic. He said the financial and workforce challenges affecting most healthcare systems in the U.S. are very real and believes the two organizations could better approach these issues together. And a limited number of discounted tickets for the Carnival at the 2023 Northwest Montana Fair and Rodeo are on sale now at Whitefish Credit Union branches, the Fairgrounds office, and the CHS store in Kalispell. Purchased in advance, the tickets cost $30 each and can be exchanged at the Carnival ticket booths for a wristband that allows one person unlimited rides on most attractions for one day. The tickets can be used any one day of the Carnival from August 16th through the 20th and are the lowest priced way to experience the rides. Fairgoers can purchase tickets until 5 p.m. on August 15th or while supplies last. Wristbands will also be available at all Carnival ticket booths during the fair for $35 each. Admissions onto the fairgrounds is a separate fee at the gate and cost $8 for adults and teens, $5 for seniors ages 65 and over, and $5 for children ages 6 to 12. Children 5 and under are admitted for free. Fairgoers can save money by purchasing admission tickets until August 18th or while supplies last at any Whitefish Credit Union branch in Kalispell, Columbia Falls, or Whitefish during normal banking hours. Advanced admission tickets are $5 per person regardless of age. Thursday, August 17th is Senior and Kids Day at the fair. Seniors ages 65 and over and children ages 12 and under are admitted onto the fairgrounds free of charge that day. For more information about the carnival and other events planned for this year's Northwest Montana Fair and Rodeo, visit www.nwmtfair.com. Now it's time to take a look at what events are coming up this week. Remember, you can find karaoke nights, art classes, live music, and anything community-related by going to dailyinterlake.com events and exploring our events calendar. And for business owners and organizers out there, it is totally free to sign up and start posting your events for the entire region to see. The 34th Annual Huckleberry Days Arts Festival will take place August 11th through the 13th at Depot Park in Whitefish. Activities include aerial dance performances by Levitation Nation on Saturday and Sunday. A living statue and Glacier Bank will be serving up free Huckleberry ice cream. Join to see some fine arts and crafts and grab a bite to eat. Admission is free. Contact the Whitefish Chamber of Commerce for further information at 406-862-3501. Join Sacred Waters Brewing for their annual Flathead Waters Cleanup. It's a volunteer event to clean up trash in and around the water bodies of the Flathead Watershed. 
The event takes place Saturday, August 12th. Cleanup runs from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and an after-party and prize giveaway will take place from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. After the cleanup, join the crew at Sacred Waters Brewery for food, drinks, and chances to win amazing prizes. And a free public night of stargazing with the Big Sky Astronomy Club and Lost Trail National Wildlife Refuge will take place on August 12th. Join the management of Lost Trail National Wildlife Refuge and members of the Big Sky Astronomy Club at a night of stargazing through club members' telescopes under the truly dark skies found at the Wildlife Refuge. Help celebrate the designation of the Wildlife Refuge as Montana's first international dark sky sanctuary by the International Dark Sky Association. The event will be held at the Refuge's Visitor Center on Pleasant Valley Road in Marion and begins at 9 p.m. Thanks for joining us. News Now is a podcast from the Daily Interlake. We're proud to be the largest independent newsroom in Montana and the oldest paper in the Valley. Consider becoming a subscriber to support our work. Call circulation at 406-755-7018 or go to the subscribe tab in the top right corner of our website. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel to never miss an episode of the pod. Everybody stay safe and have a great week.